Brady. Hey, this is your boy Isma. You're listening to iLive Radio, supporting independent artists from around the world. Hey, peace and blessings. This is Lucia D inviting you to join me each and every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. for Honey Drop here on iLive Radio. Journey with me each week as I spin the latest international sounds in new soul, R&B, hip-hop, and a little taste of everything in between. Every show features independent producers from across the globe in the beats beneath and the 10 sweetest vibes of the week smooth out the night in the 10 drop. Honey Drop, each and every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, here on iLive Radio. Serving up audible treats like honey, always with a heavy beat drop. Attention à tous les musiciens, groupes, associations, clubs et organisations qui représentent les styles collectifs de musique à travers la Canada. Le moment est venu de reconstruire nos genres de nations musicales collectives comme le hip-hop, le R&B, le jazz, la soul, le reggae, le gospel et plus unis. La nation de la musique collective est une organisation à but non lucratif engagée dans le développement de la musique collective. Des adhésions gratuites sont disponibles dès maintenant. La nation de la musique collective, une seule voix, la force dans l'unité. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are everyone doing today? This is The Wealth Effect with Jason Allen John and Nicole Williams. How are you doing today, Nicole? Great, great, great week. How was your week, Jason? My week was amazing, amazing, amazing. It was a bit cold this week. Yes. Um, you know, uh, as you know, I'm doing my 75 hard challenge, so I still have to do my outdoor walks, mm -hmm. and um, it was a bit frigid. Um, Um, let's shout out to my group of people that I have. I have like 28 people in the WhatsApp. Wow. Internet, so. I was saying that I wanted to join, but when I saw the, the actual level of commitment, <laughs> it requires a lot of mental strength, I tell you. So good. You said 20 people? Yeah, there's like 20, 25 wow. people. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so let's get into it. We actually have a guest again this week. Yes, I'm so excited for this conversation because... You know, I've definitely heard of the Smith Maneuver. I'm very familiar with it. But to actually have our guest join us today, I think is such a great privilege. Jason, if you want to maybe give us a little bit of introduction to Robinson Smith. Yes. So Robinson Smith is our guest today. He's the author of Master Your Mortgage, uh, Master Your Mortgage Financial Freedom. And um, I'm going to get him to give a little brief introduction of himself before we really get into the, the meat of the show. Um, but I myself um, was just doing actually some research um, for my customers like I do, um, finding different ways to uh, find people, better ways to pay off their mortgage faster. And I ran into the book and um, yeah, and here we are, um, got in contact with Robinson um, over, you know, before Christmas, I think. And um, I myself, you know, uh, took a course regarding the Smith Maneuver, but I'm going to let him talk about that before we get into all of that. So Robinson, introduce yourself to the crowd. Yeah. Well, hello, Nicole and Jason. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, uh, Robinson Smith, uh, former investment advisor uh, from 2006 until 2018. Uh, my father, Fraser, developed uh, this mortgage conversion strategy for Canadians back in the mid 80s. And he re recognized at that time that we Canadians have a problem, you know, mm -hmm. compared to our American cousins, uh, we were in the, uh, and still are in fact, in the unfortunate position of not being able to deduct the interest on our mortgages on our principal residences. And uh, so that, you know, we end up living 
less high standard of living uh, due to that reason. The Americans have a little more money in their pockets. And my dad didn't think that was very fair. So he read the tax act and came up with the mortgage conversion strategy, which he called the Smith maneuver. I kind of wish he called it something else because nobody can spell the word maneuver. <laughs> but, uh, basically, you know, it's a strategy which, which enables a Canadian homeowner to enjoy three financial benefits uh, simultaneously. Uh, we're able to reduce our tax bill. We're able to get rid of our mortgage much faster than otherwise possible. And we're able to start saving significant sums on a monthly basis uh, with, with money that otherwise wouldn't exist. And it requires no new cash from the, uh, from the homeowner on a monthly basis. So, yes, I was previously living in uh, China, uh, working in various aspects, an investment bank, the Canadian embassy for a while, and an energy firm. Uh, and I, it was, uh, I got a phone call from my dad. He says, uh, you've been in Asia long enough. Your mother misses you come home. So, mm -hmm. so I joined him as an investment advisor in 06 and uh, mm -hmm. learned from the best, the man who created the strategy and, and kept at it. Wow. That's amazing. What a blessing it is to have such a great journey and story. And obviously your father who, who started and created a great foundation for, for you to now just take the baton and kind of make it into what we know in the 21st century and, you know, making it applicable for today's um, consumer, you know? So I am super excited because you actually, um, with the Master Your Mortgage for Financial Freedom, you pretty much kind of updated, you know, staying with your father's concepts, but brought it into, I guess, today's um, language and yes. understanding for today's consumer. Yeah, that's right. Fraser came up with the strategy back in the mid eighties. He put his private clients into the strategy for about 15 years before mm -hmm. he retired as an advisor mm -hmm. so that he could write his book. Uh, here it is, Is Your Mortgage Tax Deductible by Fraser Smith. This came out in 2002, uh, bestseller in Canada several times over. Yes. But uh, we're now in 2021, if my math is correct. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, when I sold my advisory back in the middle of 2018 to a colleague of mine, I did so because as an investment advisor, I couldn't really stand up and you know shout with a megaphone to Canadian homeowners coast to coast about this strategy. I was educating Canadians one at a time across a desk. So yeah. uh, that was really what I wanted to do is make sure every Canadian homeowner at least was aware that the strategy was available to them. Let them look into it and decide if it was for them or not. So, so I did that after I sold my advisory, I wrote my own book, as you mentioned, uh, it came out uh, November in 2019, mm -hmm. number one in 22 categories on Amazon on launch day. And that is the only time you'll ever hear me brag, I promise. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Yeah. But it was just very important to me that, uh, that, that Canadians become aware of this. It's not easy out there in Canada. It's yeah. not getting any easier. And, mm -hmm. uh, and there's help. There's yes. Help. No, that's great. I love it. So, you know, just some icebreaker questions, um, just to ensure that people get to know you a little bit more. Just tell us three things that you do in your daily routine, you think that helps to contribute to your overall success, you know, because we're really trying to help, you know, the entrepreneur, you know, the investor. And then sometimes, you know, we can learn from, you know, the, the, the contributions of other greats such as yourself. So what are three things that you do in your daily um, routine that you think contributes to your overall success? Well, firstly, I think uh, I'm, I'm naturally an early riser mm -hmm. and I, I get up, I have my coffee and I get to it. Wow. And I, you know, I'm, I'm probably on the computer from 5.30 on okay. and I, I get most of my stuff done before, before 9 a.m. 
That's yeah. amazing. And yeah. what, can you say early riser? What time are we talking of? Oh, it's it's still in the fives when I'm when I'm opening up my eyes. Sometimes the late fours. Yeah. So Jason, we have an underlying, um, you know, similarity amongst yeah. our guests thus far. Everyone thus far has been early rider, early risers, and a part of the five a.m. club. Yeah, like I, I contribute a lot of success to just waking up early. Yes. So is it? You know what I always wonder. I know this is just a little bit off, but in the West Coast, you know, when you guys wake up at five, it ends up being what, like eight a.m. our time. So is there a lot of people in, in, in the West Coast that wake up early to be on like the East Coast time, like with the stock market, like when you back, even back to your investment advisor days? Good question. Well, the, the, the stock brokers, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, for the rest of us who aren't involved in active trading, uh, no, I think uh, a lot of people, they, they focus on the 8.39 a.m. start. Mm-hmm. You know, on the West Coast, you know, we wake up and we get our, our bowl of granola and go for a walk and hug a tree and, <laughs> and, then, and then get yes. through it. Because for, for those of you who are just tuning in, um, we want to thank you for tuning into The Wealth Effect, um, brought to you by CTMS, Canadian Tailored Mortgage Solutions, with myself, Nicole Williams, and Jason Allen John. Again, just to recap, we have the amazing Robinson Smith here as our guest. And it's an amazing privilege. And we were just talking about his own, um, you know, things that he contributes to his daily routine that contribute to his success. And was just reminding us that he is in the West Coast. So he's in Vancouver, right? Yes. 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 Victoria. 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 Yes. So for those of you who are, un, you know, unaware, um, but at the end of the day, we're trying to give you content in a perspective that is Canadian based that, you know, also global, like we're not just sticking into what's happening in the GTA, the greater Toronto area, because there's so many different ways that we can build wealth and, you know, wealth building is universal. Yes, that's correct. Yes. So that's, 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 um, you know, waking up early is very key. What's, what else? He said Uh, coffee and get to it, right? Coffee and get to it, right? (laughs) Also, also breaks, you know, I, Mm -hmm. uh, I'll take a lot of breaks and that's when, that's when answers and solutions come to me, not when I'm focusing on, on, uh, on a particular issue. Take a break, take the dog for a walk, and uh, yeah, answers come. So walk around all those big, beautiful trees in Victoria. I've been there once, but man, I've never seen bigger trees in my life. <laughs> so um, we'll get on to that next. So the next question that we have for you is like, besides your own book or the content that you provide, uh, what was the last book that you read for self improvement? Yes. Well, I, I, I think the book I want to mention is not the last one I read. It's, I read it probably about 30 years ago, and that was uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Mm. Back around uh, 18 or 19 years old and, and uh, getting ready to set off backpacking across New Zealand and Australia and looking for a book to read on the plane. And I was into motorcycles, so I, okay. <laughs> the book is had a motorcycle in the title, but um, it was quite a read because, you know, 19-year-old, relatively linear thinker. Mm-hmm. Um, this book sort of created some new neural pathways, um, you know, taught, taught about the attention to, uh, caring, paying attention to whatever it is you're, you're, uh, tasked with at the time or taking mm-hmm. care of at the time and, uh, different ways to think about things and, and the, the, uh, the importance of asking questions. Mm, I love it. Love it. So you said you did backpack for how many years did you do traveling across New Zealand? Was it New Zealand only? Uh, New Zealand and Australia. Yeah, basically, I did my first semester in university, 
uh, came back, had breakfast with my dad, said, Dad, I'm not going back to university to finish my first year. I thought he was going to go through the roof. But uh, he paused and looked at me and says, what do you want to do? Like, oh, I want to travel. He says, all right, I'll buy you a ticket to Australia. Amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So trained from Vancouver over to Toronto and then down to L.A. and then uh, New Zealand and Australia. Wow. Nice. And do you think that has changed your, your, your life perspective and how that time period reflected and how it is in right now, what you're going through? Well, I think uh, that was more for fun than personal development, that trip. Uh, after I got back from Australia, uh, I worked for a few months to get money to, to go to China to, to study Mandarin, because that's what I'd started learning at University of Victoria here, my, my first term, and I loved it. Mm. And that's really what set me on, on the path that I'm now on now is, is uh, studying in China and then subsequently going back to China to work for, for you know, eight years on and off. And uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, very blessed to be able to have done that traveling and overseas uh, study and work. That's amazing. I'd like, and like now you're seeing the rise of China. Is that something when you were working there, you, you, you would have predicted or you seen how quickly they've grown um, as an economy and where they are today? I tell you, the first time I was, uh, I studied for Be in Beijing for four months back in uh, 1990, mm -hmm. and there was nothing but six-story concrete walk-ups. And wow. how you look at it, it's it's crazy. And I'm I'm thankful to my dad because when I was registering for my my courses for my first year of university, mm -hmm. I said, Dad, I got I got room for one more elective. He says, What do you want to take? I'm thinking a language, you know, maybe Japanese. He says, Why would you study Japanese? I said, Because everyone's studying it. And he said, maybe that's why you don't study Japanese. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That kind of leads me into the other question that we had, because we obviously can hear all the key things that your father's career and his life have done to inspire you, right? So we know that your father's career has inspired you, but what would you say, you know, when did it really click to you that this was an extension of what your father started and you're just, you know, elevating it to you know, the masses, you know, you're putting it on a global, um, uh, a global, you know, um, platform compared to when your father was doing it was mostly at the time for his clients and um, things of that nature. Yeah. Well, you know, as, as a kid growing up, I, I never really paid too much attention to what my dad did. And he'd talk about the Smith maneuver at the dinner table. And I, you know, continue thinking of, Barbie or Heather or whoever it was in my grade 12 class and uh, so never really paid too much attention to it mm -hmm. uh, but when I came back from from China in two, 2006 to join him uh, that's when I really saw the the passion that he had for what he did mm -hmm. uh, because he knew had, he had the ability to to help fellow Canadians get mm -hmm. into a better place financially and being able to work in the same offices as my dad here in Victoria it was something else just to see the dedication, uh, the hours he put in, uh, the care with which he took care of his clients. Um, it was, it was inspiring. And, and it sort of, you know, opens up one's eyes when you see someone you love and respect doing that for, for others, you you start to realize, you know, I'm not in this for myself or I don't have to be just in this for myself. So, okay. yeah. And, and that, you know, I was an advisor for, for about a dozen years, but, but uh, really what led me to sell my business back in the middle of 2018 was what I had learned from my dad about uh, helping others. And I knew that I had the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, God, 
got up on my soapbox and doing a lot of interviews and no, I love it. And getting word out. And that's exactly, you know, why Jason and I created the wealth effect, because it was for that exact reason. You know, we have a, a wealth of knowledge, um, especially from our community. Financial literacy is not something that is really taught, spoken about in the household. Um, just hearing how your father was so pivotal. Um, there's a lot of people, you know, in our country that look like us that don't unfortunately have the same experiences. But we've realized instead of, you know, sitting and crying about it, let's try to figure out a solution and how can we help elevate um, and give people a different um, maybe perspective and thought around wealth building and bringing it to them in a presentable way that is something that is um, understood tangible and you know rather than speaking down to them it's you know we're bringing you some light at the end of the tunnel so we're so thankful for 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 you because you're kind of echoing exactly why we created this show well and you mentioned you know personal finance or or financial education and that that is something that we know is sorely lacking in the canadian educational system we're simply not taught anything about personal finance when we are at an age where we're starting to open up our minds, we're starting to be able to absorb uh, new concepts or ideas. Mm-hmm. So everything we're getting in the educational system is you know, great, whatever we can get, fantastic, but we're missing out on this key component. And, and we pay dearly for that because when we're growing up, if we're not taught about personal finance by financial experts, mm-hmm. who are we learning from? Well, mm-hmm. we're learning from our parents. We see what they do on a daily basis. And where did they learn their personal finance from? Not from school, not from an expert. They learned yeah. it from their parents. And yeah. so it's this trickle down of uh, the, this financial knowledge that we have, that we gain when we're young, mm-hmm. informative, we carry that through. And we haven't learned about credit. We haven't learned about credit scores. We haven't learned about uh, debt, the, the two different types of debt. We haven't learned anything that we need to set ourselves on this stable launch pad for our future adulthood and we pay dearly for it Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like um it's like society rewards the people that explore Mm -hmm. but because everybody is kind of stuck in a similar rhythm that a lot of these concepts or even ideas that you speak to people about in words of finance it's just foreign like it's 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 like taboo to talk about finance to people with I find right, so it's it's very good um, you know the message that you're trying to spread and also what we're trying to do with the wealth of with the wealth effect and we have a couple of minutes before we get into our first break so I figured it would be a great time to um, just introduce the Smith maneuver from your words and um, how it's great for Canadians before we get into like the nitty gritty of the concept and 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 everything else regarding it. Sure. Yeah, well, really quick, really basic. The fundamental principle of the Smith Maneuver is that when we when we borrow to buy a house, we can get a mortgage. It's not tax deductible. It's very expensive. You know, mm-hmm. on current rates, if I've got a $450,000 mortgage and I'm at the 40% marginal tax rate, I have to earn over a million dollars before I can pay that back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what happens with, with the Smith Maneuver is a typical mortgage doesn't allow us to access the equity that we're generating on a regular basis with our regular mortgage payment. But if you get the, if you get the appropriate financing, you can access all this equity that you're creating on a monthly basis with just your regular mortgage payment and you can put it to work. And Revenue Canada says, if you borrow with a reasonable expectation of generating income, you can deduct the interest. Mm-hmm. So instead of borrowing to make car payments, instead of borrowing to go on vacation, instead of borrowing to have fancy dinners, which I know sounds great, yeah. all we're doing in that case is we're replacing non-deductible debt with more non-deductible debt. This is wealth destruction. 
But if we're able to borrow to invest, we can create these tax deductions and we're able to pay off our mortgage faster because these deductions lead to a tax refund that otherwise we wouldn't receive. We're able to prepay our mortgage each year at the base case scenario and get rid of it faster. So we're reducing our tax bill. We're getting rid of this expensive debt much faster than otherwise possible. And we're investing each and every month for our future uh, retirement. Whereas otherwise this money simply wouldn't exist. And all it takes is a simple one-time restructuring of your financial affairs, no new money out of the homeowner's pockets on an ongoing basis. And that's what I love about it. The no new money concept. It's just the way you structure the way you uh, take in your money and it codes out. It's just controlling the inflows and the outflows of your money, not necessarily making more money. And I tell people all the time that you got to have a plan of action mm -hmm. of what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish, because that's, what's going to make the, make you successful and i think the thing about the this uh smith maneuver and what makes it so great it forces people to plan what they're doing with their finances so yes there are all, all the benefits that you just listed but when i one benefit that i think is the best and the conversations that i've had with some clients it forces them to sit down and really plan their finances and look through everything with a fine-tooth comb because because at the end of the day you're going to look for these opportunities to um, implement this strategy right so we are going to get into more like I kind of want to break down each step that you kind of said that was what's important to it in our next segment um, again just before we go on a break this is the wealth effect show with Jason Allen John and Nicole Williams and we have our guest Robinson Smith on talking all things about the Smith maneuver mm -hmm. yes We'll see you soon. See you soon after a short break. And thank you again, Robinson. This is really good. This is Jamie Sparks, and you're listening to iLive Radio, changing the way you listen to radio. Hey, this is Jermaine Robinson. You're listening to iLive Radio, changing the way you listen to radio. Yo, this is Keanu Quinn, and you're listening to iLive Radio, changing the way you listen to radio. This is Lavinia J from the UK, and you're listening to iLive Radio. Attention all musicians, bands, associations, clubs, and organizations that represent collective styles of music across Canada. Now is the time to rebuild our collective music nation. Genres like hip-hop, R&B, jazz, soul, reggae, gospel, and more united. The Collective Music Nation is a non-profit organization committed to the development of collective music. Free memberships are available now. Collective Music Nation. One voice. Strength in unity. This is Miss Care keeping you connected with your iLive 5x5. Brought to you by iLive Music. Sponsored by Independent Hype. And powered by The Hook Entertainment. Contribute to the conversation by using hashtag iLive 5x5. For the latest and greatest in soul music and more, stay tuned to iLive Radio throughout the week. Connect with our team at iLiveRadio.com or follow us at iLiveRadio across social platforms. The, 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 the number one hit music station. You're, You're listening to iLiveRadio. Radio. Changing the way you listen to radio. iLiveRadio. Welcome back. Welcome back. If you are just joining us, thank you for tuning in to The Wealth Effect with Jason Allen John and myself, Nicole Williams. Today's special guest is Robinson Smith. And um, he was just about to get into, you know, really the meat and potatoes, as Jason said, of the Smith Maneuver and how this is a benefit for all of us, you know, who have a mortgage, have a home to just consider 
um, restructuring ourselves in order to um, help us build wealth. And just, I, I kind of want to get into it and break it down, um, Robinson, in a way where we can just, you know, put it in pieces. Because sometimes I find um, with finance and the concepts that we use, it sometimes overwhelms people. So let's just go off the, the start at the basic nature. So as Canadians, our mortgage is not tax deductible. And, uh, you know, good debt can be seen as debt that is tax deductible. So let's just talk about those two concepts and how it relates to Smith Maneuver, because I feel like those are some of the most important entry level concepts to get where we're going with this um, structure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, to lead off, it's important to point out that we Canadians have two very important financial goals. One is to pay off our mortgage as fast as we can because it's terribly expensive. We want to get rid of it, and rightly so. Secondly, we want to save for our future. We want to be able to retire someday. Mm-hmm. So we've got these two goals, but the decision on which of these goals to attack for uh, first is made for us, not by us, because nobody cares if we do not take our after-tax dollars and start to contribute to our investment fund for our future. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Somebody certainly does care if we don't make our mortgage payment. Yes, right. They'll come knocking on our door. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? We start focusing on paying off this mortgage. And if we're sending our money towards paying off the mortgage, we are necessarily not saving for our retirement. Mm-hmm. So we're missing out on dozens of years of compound growth and it's terribly expensive. And so we end up being financially reliant on our children or working uh, in our retirement. And next time you're in a Walmart or, or a McDonald's, take a look around. You'll see a lot of senior citizens working there because they have to, not because they want to. Mm-hmm. So this can lead to a lot of different, a lot of bad places, but we have the ability to attach the, attack these two goals at the same time. We can get rid of our mortgage faster and we can start saving for a retirement starting now. So what we need to do is first be in the appropriate mortgage. Mm -hmm. And uh, many Canadians have a typical mortgage. We borrow, we end up uh, signing a contract to pay this off over the course of 25, 30 years. Well, if we have the right type of financing, what's called a readvanceable mortgage, and there's many out there, but it's important to get the right one for your personal situation. If we have this readvanceable mortgage, the lender says, Okay, you borrowed four hundred thousand dollars for us. Oh, sorry, Toronto. You borrowed eight hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> you get to get buy that. your house, right? <laughs> and and the bank agrees. They said you borrowed eight hundred thousand dollars last month, mm-hmm. uh, and now you make your first mortgage payment. Let's say two thousand dollars of that reduces the principal. Yep. But the mortgage lender says, "Well, what's changed? Nothing's changed from last month when you owed us eight hundred thousand. So we'll let you borrow back that $2,000 and you can do whatever you want with it, right? You can, you can buy a car, go on vacation. You can pull that cash out and throw it in the fireplace. The lender doesn't care. They've got the house of security. They're very happy. Mm-hmm. But when we reborrow, whatever is reduced, there's this line of credit, which is attached to what we typically think of as a mortgage. Mm-hmm. And this mortgage, this readvanceable mortgage knows when you've paid down that, that $800,000 that you owe, if it's down $2,000, the line of credit limit will open up. It'll increase by $2,000. Yeah. So we can access this on a monthly basis, whatever it opens up, and we can do whatever we want with it. But if we borrow with the reasonable expectation of generating income, mm-hmm. we can deduct the interest. So when we borrow to make a car payment, we're borrowing expensive debt because it's not tax deductible in order to buy an asset which is going to decline, depreciate in value. And eventually it's worth nothing. And we still have the expensive debt. But if we want to generate the tax deductions on this borrowing, we necessarily must invest in something that has a fantastic likelihood of increasing in value over time. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, 
uh, mix, REITs, your business, somebody else's business, investment real estate. Because we're borrowing to invest in this asset, which we can expect to increase in value over time, mm -hmm. we are then generating deductions, which increases our net worth, our cash flow. So these benefits, they, they occur on, on a monthly basis. They increase over time and they increase ex exponentially. Yeah. And what we're doing is we're, we're access. It's like we're refinancing our home every month yep. to access the equity. A lot of Canadians, they'll, they'll get a mortgage. They'll pay some down. They say, Oh, the value of my house has gone up. My mortgage balance has gone down. I'm going to refi. I'm going to pull some money out. I'm going to buy investment real estate, or I'm going to buy uh, some other type of investment. And they do this on, on a regular basis across Canada. Well, each time you refinance your home, you incur costs. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's a penalty. You've got legal fees, appraisal fees, all this stuff. But if we have the ability to quote unquote refinance our house on a monthly basis where it doesn't cost us anything, we're, we're way better off. And yeah. we can, we, it takes discipline, right? You have to be disciplined in this. You're, you're undertaking this strategy for the betterment of your family's financial future. So stick with it. Mm -hmm. But we're able to increase our net worth because we're, we're buying assets which increase in value uh, yeah. on an ongoing basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, this that that's that's what's the key of it. It's um, it's every uh, most people are trying to do this in general. They're saving for their future, or they're saving to purchase an asset. So it's just about repositioning, like you said. It's not about no new money. Um, again, but the key to this, and I know Robinson, you're gonna say, is just to seek out the right advice from the right professionals. Like this is a a strategy that needs to get participation from, you know, myself as like as a mortgage agent, a, a lawyer, an accountant, a realtor. Um, you know, everybody has to be involved and hands-on to make sure you implement this strategy correctly because, you know, some you know, some things can go wrong and it can set you in the wrong path, right? So it's a full, we have to wrap our hands around our clients when we are helping them with this. They could do, it could become very powerful and it's a powerful tool. And, mm -hmm. you know, as I mentioned to you before, like we got to sit down and we're going to do this on a Zoom call because mm -hmm. I find this is going to be a, a real visual explanation for people to really get it. Yes. So look out to us doing a Zoom call um, with, uh, with Robinson to discuss the details of, um, of this process in, in the nitty gritty, but let's also talk about um, how like it doesn't really change um, your lifestyle that much. It's actually you know using the same money, the same savings um, to actually create more benefit for you in the in the long term. And I think the great thing about this is just taking advantage of the compound effect and the time value of money. What I like about the Smith maneuver, it's about doing getting to get into that process quickly. Like yes. move, how do you get there quickly? How do you mm -hmm. pay off your, how do you make your mortgage tax deductible quicker than you normally would? So then you could enjoy all those benefits that we do just frivolously, like buying cars or taking trips with our credit, right? So mm -hmm. talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, Jason, firstly, what you just mentioned, what you started off with is too important not to address. Mm -hmm. And that was surrounding yourself with professionals who understand this financial mm -hmm. strategy. The internet is a complete rat's nest. Mm -hmm. of of advice on the forums uh, on the Smith maneuver. There are people that say, well, why do you, why do you need to read the book? You can go get a whole bunch of information for free on the internet. Yeah. Do not, please do not. There mm -hmm. are people who profess to understand this and they simply don't. Um, so for that reason, I've developed the Smith maneuver certified professional accreditation program and, and I'm training up realtors, mortgage brokers, investment advisors, conveyancers, insurance agents, and accountants, all the professionals that Canadians should surround themselves with anyways. Mm -hmm. 
now we have these professionals locally who have been trained in the strategy who who Canadians can go to or I can send them to to help them implement this correctly. And all these professionals that they're, the homeowners working with will know each other. They'll speak the same language. They'll understand the client's goals and they'll help keep the client on track. So very important. Now, what you, uh, what you mentioned, how it doesn't change your lifestyle. It doesn't need to change your lifestyle. The, the reason for that is, you know, if, if, if I go and I talk to a financial advisor and I say, I need to start saving for my retirement, I'm not in the place I want to be and I need to get into a better place. What's the advice going to be? The advice is going to be save more, mm-hmm. uh, you know, invest more, contribute more to your registered assets, mm-hmm. pay down your debt, uh, all this stuff. Well, what's the common theme in all this, this common advice from financial professionals? It takes more money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It takes more money and things are so difficult in Canada. Mm -hmm. Even if you're earning six figures, you're still struggling to get by. So we need to figure out how we can get by with what we have. Mm -hmm. We already have a mortgage. It's debt. We're going to turn that mortgage debt into an asset via Mm -hmm. the Smith maneuver. And it doesn't change. It doesn't require a change in your lifestyle because all it is in its most basic scenario is using the regular mortgage payment that you are making anyways mm-hmm. before you're doing the smith maneuver you got a three thousand dollar mortgage payment after you're doing the smith maneuver you got a three thousand dollar mortgage payment but now you're putting away fifteen hundred two thousand dollars a month because yep. of the structure and the right type of mortgage and again investing taking advantage of compound growth reducing your tax bill getting rid of that mortgage debt sooner so so it and many Canadians might be set up for this strategy already and not know it. That's why you need to come to us at smithman.net and ask about it or, or seek out a Smith Maneuver Certified Professional Mortgage Broker. Yep. But there's a lot of things that, that a Canadian ha- may have access to when implementing the Smith Maneuver to accelerate the, the process. And still no new cash is required from the homeowner. So there's a number of accelerators that can be implemented. There's, there's the debt swap cash flow diversion, mm-hmm. uh, cash flow dam, prime the pump, the drip accelerator. So a number of things that Canadians can do to increase the speed at which your, your wealth grows and your, and your non-deductible debt reduces. For example, uh, cash flow diversion. If, if I've been investing 500 bucks a month in a fortunate position to be able to do so, if I've been investing 500 bucks a month into an investment directly from my personal checking account after my income is deposited there, that's fantastic. I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. But what can I do? If I talk to the right mortgage broker, I get the right mortgage. Instead of sending that 500 in cash directly to an investment, I can first use that as a prepayment against my mortgage. Mm-hmm. And I can reaccess that $500 and then buy that investment asset that I was already. So now I'm just simply making this $500 a month work more than once. Rather than getting it invested directly, I'm speeding up the payout of this non-deductible debt. I'm generating tax deductions, which reduce my tax bill. And I'm still getting invested each month. So a number of different things that a Canadian can can implement. And again, that's no new cash from my pocket. I was already investing that each month. You see, the thing I like about this is that it, it seems so simple. Yeah. Like just hearing you explain it, um, it's very clear to me as to how simplified the process can be if you originally have it set up correctly. That's the key. And the other thing about it is that People have been doing it and continue to do this for years. Mm-hmm. I was um, I was having a conversation with one of my good friends and his family's um, 
their private lenders and I was just telling him about this and he's just like I've been doing this forever you know yeah, and it's yeah. like and it's like it's not like and obviously he's on a level where his family's on a level where they can implement that strategy but what I love about it the way uh, Robinson's has broken it down in his book and how he's I, like I've taken that course and I became a certified Smith Maneuver professional mm -hmm. and this is also to share to all you other realtors accountants lawyers Robinson is looking for people that can spread the message. So mm -hmm. this is not me sitting here telling you mm -hmm. not to become a certified Smith professional. I, yeah. We need more of us out there because this is such a big message for the Canadians. It's mm -hmm. not, we want to share the information. I, I want to see uh, everyone implement something like this. Because you know what I think, Robinson, when I read it, it's like it could even make society a lot better in implementing this strategy. Like I, I, I don't find it as a something that takes away from anything. I actually mm -hmm. see it as a way that if people do it, you could see productivity and things rise in our country. Savings rates go up, you know, and a list of things that could, I could keep going on and on. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really key that we, we get more, you know, professionals educated in this so we could speak to more people about it. And I know um, that's the message that Robinson wants to spend, spread. And I'm sure that's what your father wanted to spread when he, he first started, right? With, with well, putting the message out there. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, he put his private clients into it for about 15 years before he wrote his book. And then after he wrote his book, he went across Canada and spoke to mortgage brokers, investment advisors, accountants, and their clients, because he wanted to give every Canadian the opportunity to say yes to the question, do you want to make your mortgage tax deductible? Yeah. And he, 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 this was an open platform. He made it available, uh, including information and PowerPoint presentations, et cetera, to financial advisors and brokers and other professionals across Canada for, for free. Mm -hmm. He said, here's the information, go forth and prosper, put your clients into this. The problem with that, that we found out subsequently is all of these financial, not all of them, I apologize. Mm -hmm. Many of these financial professionals took this concept and ran with it mm -hmm. and the clients that they were putting into this quote unquote smith maneuver had no idea that they were being put into it incorrectly mm. the client's not going to know so there's a great deal of misunderstanding amongst a lot of financial professionals and financial journalists out there mm -hmm. um, about what the smith maneuver is how it functions how it should function so so when i sold my advisory to write my book, uh, and I mentioned it in here, the Smith Maneuver Certified Professional Accreditation Program, mm -hmm. do not use anybody who's not an SMCP. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like I'm trying to take business away from professionals who are fully trained, self-educated, whatever the case may be, and doing it correctly for their clients. It's simply that I don't know who they are, and the yeah. homeowner's not going to know who they are. So mm -hmm. now we've got this, this network across Canada of professionals who, who have gone through the course and do understand it. So um, it's, yeah, that's very important to me. My primary goal is to make sure every Canadian homeowner understands that this strategy exists. Let them look into it for themselves. They can buy my book at smithman.net. If they don't want to buy it, go to the library and check it out for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the book that we're talking about. And later today, we will be giving away one to a, a lucky um, follower. I should give away more. Really? I have a couple. Oh, see, Jason. I'm stepping up, today. but I'm feeling generous today. Jason I wanna, is generous. I want to give. I want to spread the word. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so just a couple of other things with it. What I wanted to ask you is that mm -hmm. this is just in relation to when your your father probably was setting it up. Right now, we're at historically low interest rates, mm -hmm. and one thing that you mentioned that you know the debt is a little bit becoming the asset, and I've been hearing this theme lately in like you know um 
any podcast that I listen to, especially in the States, when they're talking about like just, you know, um, inflation and some things that are could be coming down the pipeline. So I'm curious, like um, that this worked in an environment where maybe interest rates were higher and um, your thoughts around that, because I'm sure many people have questions about this strategy and a rising interest rate environment or just higher interest rates in general. Yeah. Well, when my dad developed it, it was the mid eighties and interest rates were double digits. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I see someone say, well, the Smith maneuver is not going to work when interest rates rise. Um, you simply have to point to that fact. Mm-hmm. If, if, if it didn't work when interest rates were 11, 12, 13%, then it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have got off the ground and it wouldn't still be here 35 years later. Yeah. And you know, the, the nice thing is this works when rates are high. It works when rates are low, when rates are low, like they are now, for example, more of my mortgage payment is going to principal, which mm-hmm. means I, I can reaccess more equity to get invested on a monthly basis. So I'm putting more away each and every month, allowing compound growth to do its thing. When rates are high, I have less to invest on a monthly basis, but my tax refunds are bigger yep. and I'm able to prepay my mortgage by more. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different factors that, that, that need to be looked at w- with this strategy and you can't simply break it down. Well, if rates are high, it doesn't work. If rates are low, it doesn't work. If you only earn 4% when your line of credit is 4.2%, it doesn't work. Well, that's not the case either, right? Because that interest is deductible. And if you're at the, for example, for simplicity, if you're at the 50% marginal, 50% marginal tax rate and you've got a 4% uh, nominal rate on your line of credit, it only costs you 2%. Exactly. That's what I like about it, too, because if you think about it, and I, and I was talking to one of my clients who we're going to be working on um, implementing it for him. Um, it's just like you're paying that interest regardless, mm-hmm. you know, and to get that tax benefit. Some people don't have any tax write offs on their tax returns because they're salary employees. Yeah. There's nothing to write off like myself. I'm self-employed. So my situation is a little bit different. But majority of Canadians don't have a lot of tax deductible expenses. So if you have something like your um, the type of interest that we do pay on a mortgage that could be a tax deductible expense, that could just change parts of your standard of living without really um, changing too much of your life. So he was just looking at it and he's just like, I pay this interest anyways. Like if I could figure out how to make it work for me a little bit better, um, it's it, it would be really neat. So it's just, it, there's so many layers to it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's very important that, you know, me and Robinson will jump on, and I'm sure Nicole will be there, we'll jump on a call and we need to break it down visually because I know a lot of people are going to be DMing me or calling me and saying, I don't understand what you guys yes, are talking about. Yes. I need to see it in action. And, and you know, and, um, you know, with technology and with everybody on Zoom and we're doing these, lockdowns i also feel like everyone's interest in financial literacy has gone up definitely so um we got to break it down a little bit more and you know just before we go into the next break just want to say this is the wealth effect you know sponsored by ctms i am jason allen john and this is nicole williams we have our guest robinson smith on the line um he's talking all things about the smith maneuver and how it can help us Canadians put ourselves in a better financial position. And, you know, we're just really excited to have him on to just talk about this because yes. this topic, I'm telling you, this year is going to shake the industry a little bit. It is. I think, Rob, you're going <laughs> to get a lot of attention this year. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and again, the book that we will be drawing and giving away is um, Master Your Mortgage um, for Financial Freedom.
Okay, so definitely going to be giving, and Jason says he give a couple of away. You yeah, know, we'll give today. some more away. And then honestly, you guys can, I think everyone should try to get a copy. Of Hi, this is Michonne Young, and you're listening to iLive Radio, supporting the independent <laughs> artists from all. This is Ronnie Sia, and you're listening to iLive Radio. iLive Radio. Changing the way you Listen to radio, listen to radio, listen to radio. Yo, this is Razan here, and you're listening to iLive Radio. Change the way you, I, we listen to radio, radio, radio. What's up, everybody? This is Cy Smith, and you're listening to iLive Radio, changing the way you listen to radio. My beautiful people, it's your man Tayanis. And right now, you got it locked to iLive Radio, changing the way you listen to radio around the world, baby. Nothing makes you look, feel, and perform better than a tailor made suit. Just like a tailor made suit, a mortgage is not a one size fits all solution. Canadian Tailored Mortgage Solutions will customize a mortgage to perfectly suit your needs. Come and get fitted for your mortgage today at 1-877-834-9346 or reach us on the web at ctmortgagesolutions.com. COVID safety protocols are in place. Brokerage license number 13228. This is Miss Care keeping you connected with your iLive 5x5. Brought to you by iLive Music. Sponsored by Independent Hype and powered by The Hook Entertainment. Contribute to the conversation by using hashtag iLive 5x5. For the latest and greatest in soul music and more, stay tuned to iLive Radio throughout the week. Connect with our team at iLiveRadio.com or follow us at iLive Radio across social platforms. You're listening to, you're listening to iLive Radio. Radio. Here are some words of wisdom. Don't change your station. No, don't change your station. All right, we're back. We're back with the Wealth Effect. Jason Allen John and Nicole Williams, sponsored by CTMS. Uh, we have Robertson Smith on the line talking about the Smith Maneuver. So I'm just going to get into how I kind of discovered it a bit more. I know I talked about it on my introduction. And um, so I um, just was doing some research on how and figure out ways how I could help my clients pay down their mortgage faster. Mm-hmm. I see, you know, rates are low. People could take advantage of this. I was like, what are a couple of things we could do? I knew about all like the basic, you know, um, double your payment, um, put uh, increase your money down, uh, maybe increase the frequency of your payments. Um, I know some people float around the idea of a prepaying like the interest in advance and just, you know, getting that mortgage down to zero. And then I, I, I knew about the Smith Maneuver back when I was in college. And then I, I st- discovered on um, the smithman.net, um, locked into the, the, the book. I ordered the book, read the book, and immediately I wanted to become a certified Smith Maneuver professional because I saw the value that could be there for my client. Mm-hmm. So I was very impressed with what you uh, created, Robinson. And, you know, I got so enthused. I think you remember probably even some of my emails. I was like, sign me up now. Like, get me, <laughs> let me know. Let me do this right now. Like, because I'm someone that it's hard for me to hold in information, Nicole. Like, I get excited. And I just want to shout at the mountain and tell yes. everyone to do this. Like, and the thing about it is I've kind of been doing this with a lot of clients, but not in a structured way. 
So this mm -hmm. is why I, I agree with him. It's very important that anybody who wants to help their clients with this, that sign up for the course, because it is strategic to understand the ins and outs. Because obviously there's tons of times I have customers and I put them in the readvanceable mortgage. Because I always say you want to have access to the capital if you ever want to use it for mm -hmm. something. But then to implement this with this strategy, it's it's honestly, it's been amazing. And I've, I've posted a couple of times and the feedback that I've gotten, um, it's been great. So I can't wait till we actually do the Zoom on it. But I just want to get into more on like, you know, I know you were saying that it was very important that you found that when your father just put the information out there for anybody to read, it just the information didn't hit and it didn't spread. So right now, did you come up with this course in relation to the book so it could spread properly? Mm -hmm. Is like, what's your goal and your vision with this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, it, it did spread. There are thousands and thousands of Canadians who are implementing the Smith Maneuver. Uh, the question is, how how correctly are they implementing it? You know, um, if if a financial professional hasn't really taken a deep dive into the strategy, they, they are going to miss certain things. I mean, we, if we require the right type of mortgage, some Canadian homeowner may say, well, you know, I, I've been dealing with TD, RBC, CIBC for years now. I'm just going to go there and see what, if they got a mortgage that's going to work. Yeah, they do have readvanceable mortgages. But you sit down and you talk to the mortgage specialist and they're going to say, oh, the Smith Maneuver. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard of that. And we have a readvanceable mortgage and they only have one. That's the problem. The banks only have one readvanceable mortgage. Mm. And it's nine times out of 10, it's not going to be the best one for you. And the, the mortgage specialist at the branch is not going to understand what they need to look for, what questions mm. they need to ask their client in order to be able to put them into the correct one. There are a lot of different things at play. So going to a Smith Maneuver Certified Professional Mortgage Broker, for example, they know the questions to ask. They know that they need to look at prepayment. What, what happens if a client moves? What happens when a client moves? Because it happens. And, and it's, so, it's so important to have these people. When we're talking about, uh, you know, when you first start out, obviously the mortgage is the, the, the pointy tip of the spear here. If you don't have the right mortgage product, the train doesn't leave the station. Yeah. So you're talking to the mortgage broker typically first to determine, hey, do I have the right mortgage already? Yeah. Right? And either you do or you don't. And even if you do, maybe it's not the best one for you. Yeah. So, so then you know you need to talk to an investment advisor mm -hmm. in order to to coordinate the the mortgage and the investment component, uh, an accountant for the for the proper tax preparation. Mm -hmm. uh, insurance. You wanna you wanna do an equity takeout at refi maybe you've got immediately available credit. Well, now you've got an SMCP realtor that the SMCP mortgage broker or investment advisor can introduce you to mm -hmm. and all of your financial professionals and insurance, take a look at your insurance. What a great time to do an insurance review. People don't like to do it, but as you alluded to earlier, Jason, you're, 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 you're opening your eyes to your current financial situation. You're looking as a Canadian homeowner, uh, how to improve your situation because it's not easy out there so take the time to look at all financial aspects of your life and a good financial plan always includes insurance mm -hmm. yep. so having all these these professionals who are trained who speak the same languages and who know each other when i was an investment advisor if if, if the client didn't want to use the accountant i recommended because maybe they've been with the accountant forever loyalty uh, maybe the accountant was their, their father-in-law, didn't want to leave, whatever. I yep. spent so much time and the client spent so much time trying to educate the accountant on what was happening. And, and it's, it's time and money. So, yeah. so use a group of financial professionals who, who understand. And 
who have immediate access to myself if ever required. Mm -hmm. They've got access to the educational materials that they can fire off to you as a homeowner who's looking to implement. So it's, it's just so terribly important. And I'm not, I'm not trying to take business away from professionals who have been doing this correctly for their clients for years. It's just, I don't know who they are. Yes. And the homeowner is not going to understand whether the professional truly understands the strategy or not. They're simply not going to know. They, they pretty much have to take the professional for their word. It's almost like, a, I'm not saying you're a franchise, but it is almost like a franchise. It's like, you know, you, you've set a certain um, parameter in place. You know that everybody who gets the correct training has the proper formulation that they are giving the advice based on what you've taught them mm-hmm. versus thinking and wondering is, you know, are they doing the right thing? So by having the stamp of approval, people can guarantee that as long as they're working with those professionals who have the stamp of approval, that they are getting the actual Smith maneuver implemented to the best of their financial situation that will help them build wealth. Yeah. And you know, the brokers, they're independent, the investment advisors, the accountants, they're, they're getting trained up and I'm not telling them how to run their accounting business, how to run their brokerage, uh, you know, for a broker, I'm not telling them which mortgage to use for their clients. I'm mm-hmm. saying now you've got the tools to mm-hmm. be able to make the decision on which readvanceable mortgage is correct. Yes. So, so my role is to give them knowledge, give, give the professional training. So they're up to speed on the strategy and introduce these SMCPs to each other mm-hmm. and to create these local teams. Uh, and then it's up, to the professional to make the decision based on on their knowledge on mm-hmm. how to carry carry that client forward, uh, how to maintain that client. Yes. So, so yes, that the professionals are all independent, but they've been receiving the training. They've received the training to be able to slide this new strategy into their practices to assist their clients. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. and it's just I, I think it's in it's important that people just understand that this is out there and then they can make a choice. Like it's not for everybody. Um, and, um, and the other thing is too, is like, as a professional, you have to know that this is like a life relationship with this client because mm-hmm. they're for this strategy to work, it's going to take, you know, several years to be implemented for us to see it to fruition. So it's not just give the customer a mortgage and say, bye, see you later, <laughs> enjoy your life. You know, yeah. it's be with them, I'll hold their hands, um, assist them if they want to use some of that capital for other real estate purchases or just having conversations. You know, sometimes customers will get a bonus and have that excess capital and they may come to you and say, hey, what do I do? What's my first step? Like, what do, and, and that's the professional needs to be aware of that and um, continuing. So I, I, it is important that um, there are, we get the right advice. And I like that too. It's a, you know, myself, I come from a, a banking background and I know they don't talk a lot about this in the banks, but what I do like in the banking world um, that they do surround their customers with multiple professionals so they can help them get all the information and the service that they use. And you know what, I'm going to take that back. I know they were doing a lot of it in the bank. When I was back at uh, working at BMO, we used to have investment lending specialists. I don't know, uh, Robinson, you remember that from Bank of Montreal. And they used to do a lot of, I don't think it was exactly in the same format, but they did a lot of um, similar type of things to get people access to their equity to, you know, get that tax deductible write-off, but also invest the money. So I know there was a time that it wasn't the exact move that they were they were doing, but they were um, talking to customers about 
um, that tax deductible portion of all investing um, with their equity that's in their real estate. So it's there, but this strategy is something that is amazing. And mm-hmm. I can't wait to just teach it to more people. Like I'm just really excited about the message and um, even everything that uh, like professionals, when you see what um, Robinson has laid out on his site and all the tools and all the presentations that he has available to us to spread the knowledge. It's, it's really, really good. So if you want more information, please hit me up. I could tell you a lot about it. You could hit up Robinson Smith. He will tell you a lot about it. Um, but just letting me know, um, we got to spread the message to as many clients as possible. And I, I, I hear Nicole might be a little bit interested in it. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> this, this has definitely piqued my interest, um, you know, starting off with the book and then, you know, we're going to go from there, but it's definitely something I think Um, It's just a great way and a great tool to have in our toolbox. You know, if we're really trying to provide the best possible service as a professional to our clients, um, you know, you're not going to have, you're not going to find any contractor with just one tool, right? We have to have multiple things we can pull out at any time. And I do strongly believe that this is uh, something that would be an added to any professional. And yeah, we have a couple of minutes left. Um, Is there anything you want to um, say Robinson about the Smith maneuver or, you know, we got about three minutes left. Sure. Well, yeah. I guess to sort of add on to what, uh, what we ended off there, uh, I have been very, very pleased with the caliber of professional that has, that has joined uh, the Smith maneuver certified professional accreditation program. I've spoken with a lot of brokers, a lot of realtors, investment advisors, accounts, uh, you, you name it. And when the phone call starts off and the person I'm speaking with sort of gets right into how much more money can I make if I become an SMCP? I tend to end those calls very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not looking for transactional professionals. I agree. And that may end up costing me and, and the size of the network, but I'm okay with that. The, the professionals that have been attracted to this program signed up uh, and proceeded are ones who very early on in my initial call with them will volunteer the information that they are, a, they, they recognize their financial professional in a position to gain knowledge in order to help the lives of their clients, in order to provide information that can, that can improve their situation. And those are the people I'm looking for. These are the people that understand that the way you build a business successful and long-term is by keeping your clients 100% happy. Mm-hmm. adding value that other professionals don't take the time uh, to educate themselves on and, and offer their clients. Um, and the business comes from that because your clients recognize he didn't have to take this course. He didn't have to tell me about this, right? He could have gotten me a mortgage. I liked him. He's got a nice smile. I would have gone with him, but he offered this information and I'm better off for it. And that's where you build the referrals because these people are happy. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love the sound of that. And, you know, I think me and Nicole, like from when we first were introduced to each other, I think we share the same values that you just demonstrated. And, you know, it's good that a course has been created that that those values have to be upheld. And you could work with many different professionals that work for different, you know, companies, but the values are very similar. And at the end of the day, I think we all want our fellow Canadians to be better and smarter financially and be able to reach all their financial goals. So anything that we can add to them, their lives that can spread the message, 
I think is good. So thank you, Robinson, for yes. uh, coming on The Wealth Effect. This uh, was so great. This was really great. Mm -hmm. um, we're sure this is going to get a lot of replay action. Again, this is The Wealth Effect Show with Jason Allen John and Nicole Williams. It's brought to you by CTRMS. And, you know, we're going to keep hitting you guys with this type of content. So please stay tuned. I'm excited about this one. Definitely. I am. I am as well. And Robinson, definitely look out to, you know, hear more from me <laughs> you know, on this. I'll okay. send her the link, Robinson. She, he is, he is, he is, he is, he is. Thank you again. Hey there, this is Benjamin Clementine and listen to iloveradio.com. Hey, what's up, Toronto? My name is Bosco and you're listening to iLive Radio. This is Dwight Drummond from CBC News Toronto and you're listening to iLive Radio. Hey, what's going down, man? It's your boy Trix, a.k.a. 